Well, you've probably heard your share of home improvement horror stories, shoddy work, missed deadlines, cost overruns, and no-show home improvement contractors. And maybe you've already lived through that contractor hell, but you don't need to. Reference checking is the ball game. Read our 10 questions to ask a contractor's previous customers when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on ideas and tips, then click repair and improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. It's a great hour. It's a great idea. Call us right now with your home improvement question, one money pit Hey, on this show, we are always trying to give you ways to save money. So coming up this hour, we're going to have information on a $10 investment that can bring hundreds of dollars off of your energy bills. That's coming up in just a bit. And if you want to be green while saving your money, our resident environmental expert is going to be stopping by with some winterization tips that are going to keep your wallet and your conscience very happy. Always a good thing. Also ahead, October is Fire Safety Month. Leslie, did you know that a fire doubles in size every minute it burns? No, I had no yeah, idea. Think, think about it. So the time it takes to get your family out is critical if you want to survive a fire. So we're going to help you plan for the worst case scenario coming up. And speaking of fire safety, we've got a great prize this hour. It's actually a very cool prize that's going to keep you super safe in your kitchen, which is a place where most fires start. It's the Home Hero Fire Extinguisher. It's worth 30 bucks. It's only available at the Home Depot. It's really cool looking. You wouldn't even recognize it as a fire extinguisher, so you got to check it out. If you want to win it, you have to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. We will choose one name out of the Money Pit hard hat at the end of the program and send you along that new fire extinguisher. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's first? All right, we've got John in New Jersey. Welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? How do I get rid of uh, rust on my pavers in my driveway? And also, how do I get rid of oil on my pavers in my driveway? Ah, same solution. Yeah, John, do you have a sprinkler system that's sort of misdirected in, in shooting water off onto the pavers? Uh, I do, but that's not where I'm having the problem. It's actually, it was actually from my vehicle, I think from the air conditioning. Oh, so you think the air conditioning condensates, draining uh, some rusty water onto the pavers? Exactly. Hmm. Okay, well, um, the same solution would work for both situations, and that is to pick up some TSP, which is available at paint stores or hardware stores or home centers, stands mm -hmm. for trisodium phosphate. It's in the paint aisle. Mix it up into a paste-like finish, uh, trowel it on there, let it soak for a bit, and that should draw as much of the rust and or the oil out of it. Now, your pavers, are they red pavers? No, they're not. They're actually um, gray. Uh, okay, good. Sometimes if you have... Uh, you know, real strong red pavers, you could lighten them up a bit with this with this technique. So you might want to try it just on a on a brick off to the side first. But it's pretty okay. much the strongest thing we know to pull the to pull the stains out. TSP. Uh, somebody had told me that uh, Cascade worked also, but I haven't tried it yet. But I'm lots of, try lots of things work if you do it right away. Right. But when but it sits it's there been for sitting there a while. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sitting a while. <laughs> of course. Did you fix the car, John? 
No, actually, it's parked on the street. Oh. <laughs> getting ready to trade it in. That'll work. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Taking a call from Kathy in Idaho. What can we help you with? Uh, yes, I have a wooden deck on the back of my house. It's uh, 12 years old. And until three years ago, I always treated it with a transparent stain. Okay. But about three years ago, I put a semi-transparent stain on it. And I hate the color. And I would like to go lighter than it is, at least a different color. Can I do anything? Or am I just stuck with this color forever? And you want to keep in the semi-transparent family? Or are you ready to go to the opaque stage? Um, I'd rather go back to transparent. Is it too late? Well, it depends. If you want to go lighter or you want to go to the transparent, you're going to have to strip off the existing stain. And that's not hard. You just need a chemical product that's made to specifically remove any of the stain that's on there. Flood makes one called Stain Strip. There's a lot of different manufacturers who make chemical strippers. You want to apply it according to the manufacturer's directions. The autumn is a perfect time to do it because it's very dry outside. So it's really a good time of year to tackle this project. You want to Apply the strip, the stripping agent, allow it to really penetrate into the surface. Then you can pressure wash it away. And if you have to, you might have to go back to a couple of areas that maybe the stain didn't come off. But once you get to a raw surface and it dries, you can go back to either a transparent. If you find that it's really picked up from a lot of the spaces, if you find that there is a lot of areas where you have some remaining uh, semi-transparent stain, then you might want to go with a semi-transparent in a different color. But if you're going lighter, or you want to go back to transparent, then you have to strip it. All right. It's not hard. Let the product do it for you. Okay. Kathy, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Scott in Montana, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Well, I was wondering. I've got a situation where I cut down an elm tree in my backyard, and several times in the last several years, I've had to um, root out the sewer line going from the house. Now, I was out in California and listening to the radio. I'm a long-haul truck driver, so I get all over. And they were talking about a system where you could put it down through your existing sewer line, and it would seal the inside of your sewer line against roots. That's exactly right. It's a pipe relining technology. And... Um, the kind of the way this sort of works is you thread a, a think of it as a sock that gets inserted into the the existing waste pipe, and then once it's inserted, uh, it is expanded and then filled with fiberglass, and then the fiberglass hardens, and that basically creates a pipe inside of a pipe. It's a it's a it's a way to line the pipe, and it works very well if you have like the old terracotta. Uh, waste pipes that are clay and the roots can easily get into them. It can also help if there's any type of a broken pipe. Um, a lot of the sewer cleaning companies are doing it in the plumbers. I know Roto-Rooter, uh, it's big for them. I'm sure it's big for other plumbers, but it's basically pipe relining as opposed to pipe replacement. Okay, so it's not something that a do-it-yourselfer can do that. No, it's absolutely not a do-it-yourself project. Um, you have to have the right tools. There's a lot of equipment involved. It's pretty cool, though. I've seen it done. Okay, is it now? What is does that take care of the root problem permanently? Or yeah, you know why it'll, you it'll still take. You have to dig the roots out. No, no, it, it will take care of it. 
Probably the first thing they do is run a camera down there just to see where the trouble spots are. There's a drain, uh-huh. drain camera that can go through there. Uh, but then once this, uh, once this new liner is in place, the roots can't get through it. See, the problem with the clay pipes is there's big open joints, and the roots can easily feed through that. Of course, there's and plenty of fertilizer. And force that seam open. Yeah, and there's plenty of fertilizer in those pipes. <laughs> they just grow like crazy once they get in there. Although that tree was flourishing, but we had to cut it down because <laughs> it's just getting too big. Yeah. Too old. <laughs> yeah. Now, that'll work for you. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Scott. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned into the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Lots of great home improvement advice here, but you are the key ingredient to that. So call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1 888 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. Up next, want to know a $10 home improvement tip that will take hundreds off your energy bills? Yeah. We'll give you the answer after this. Money pit. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. Eight-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. The best things in life really can be free. We have a new membership program here at the Money Pit, and we are so sure that you'll save money as a member, we're going to let you try it for free for a month. That's right. You can try out our membership program for 30 days totally free. We've partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program that will save you big money on everything you buy for your home, even your groceries. So grab a pen because you will want to write this number down. You'll not only save money, you'll make more confident decisions about a remodeling, repair, or maintenance contractor and a lot more. And when you hire a contractor through our referral service, you're going to get a $1,000 guarantee that the job gets done right. That's right. With our new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership, you can also save on eyeglasses, contacts, and vision care, and even save hundreds a month on groceries. And check this out. If you're among the first thousand listeners to sign up, you're also going to get a Zircon LaserBall 360 laser level and Zircon's very hot i60 one-step stud sensor. It's a $50 value. So call 1-866-732-5466. That number is 1-866-REAL-HOME. But you'll have to be one of the first 1,000 members, so call right now, 1-866-REAL-HOME. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Mud composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. Hello, I'm Rob Petrkevich, Executive Director of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Homeownership rates in the United States are at an all-time high, but did you know the average cost of a home is now more than $260,000? If you're in the process of buying or selling a home, then you know how overwhelming this experience can be. It's also one of the biggest financial investments you'll ever make. So it's important to have your home thoroughly inspected by a qualified professional 
before you make your final purchase decision. In addition to checking for structural problems, the inspection should cover all the important systems as well. And an inspection is not just for prospective buyers. It's a good idea to have your home inspected before you put it up for sale. Older homes should be inspected every 10 years. New homes, as well as townhouses and condominiums, should be carefully examined too. This can help protect your investment and prevent potential problems. For more information, please visit ashy.org. A public service message from the American Society of Home Inspectors. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should call in today at 1-888-MONEYPIT for your chance to win an amazing prize to keep you safer in your kitchen. It's the Home Hero Kitchen Fire Extinguisher. It's fast and easy to access in an emergency. It's got a grip and trigger system for simple one-handed use regardless of your strength or your abilities. The instructions are even printed on it so that you can read them while you're using it. And it looks good so you can sit it right on your kitchen counter or shelf so you know where it is it's worth 30 bucks it's available only at the home depot it's brand spanking new and you could win one for just asking your question on air so call now at 1-888-MONEYPIT 888-666-3974 okay here is a quick easy and inexpensive way to save money on your energy bill starting right now you might know that water heaters lose plenty of heat through their outside shells but for about 10 bucks you can buy an insulating jacket that keeps the heat from escaping. These are easy to install, and they can actually save hundreds of dollars on your energy bills over the life of the heater. Easy to put together. Simply wrap it around the water heater, cut in some slits to access the control panels. Don't block the vent pipes. Tape it up. The tape comes in the package, and you will be saving energy from that moment forward. Need some more tips? Check out our website, moneypit.com. They're all right there. Or call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? Charlie in Virginia wants to remove some wallpaper. Well, how can we help? Uh, bought a new house, and of course, my wife's having me repaint basically everything. Of course. Um, you have to make it yours. It, it looks like in the dining room that there used to be some wallpaper, but the original owners decided that they were going to paint over that wallpaper, and I can see little places where they tried to tear it away. Yeah, that's a new style of wallpaper, Charlie. Painted, painted paper. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it makes it a little harder to pull the old stuff off, but you're right in considering uh, doing just that. Um, at this point, though, especially with paint on top of it, I can see no other option but to rent a steamer. And having and even renting a steamer is going to be probably a more of a challenge than if mm-hmm. it wasn't painted to begin with because all that paint fills in the pores of the paper, makes it harder for the steam to get yeah. through. Yeah. You're going to have to, I think, score that paper, you know, not with one of those tools that crazily scratches it all up, only because when you go to peel it off at that point, you're going to be peeling it off in many different pieces. So if you take a mat knife and just do long seams, you know, not cutting in too deep because you don't want to damage the wallboard behind it, but you do want to open up some areas, especially through the paint, to allow that steam to saturate through to the glue through the paper, because that's what that paint is doing. It's blocking blocking you from getting that moisture to loosen up that paper. Now, how am I going to be able to do this without, I mean, you say without cutting the, the wallboard beneath, but that, that seems like 
a pretty hard challenge. Well, you know, don't be too aggressive with it. Don't just dig into it and cut down, you know, be as gentle as you can, because once you do get off all of that paper, you're still going to be left with some damage to the wall behind it, some paste you're going to need to work off with either a little bit extra steam or even some vinegar or some soapy water. I've even heard that like a fabric softener and water helps to get rid of some wall covering paste residue. Um, so a lot of those things in combination, and once you get through to that, there's going to be some areas where you are going to have to, you know, respackle and sand. So if you do get some cut marks occasionally, that's okay, but you don't want to find yourself in a situation with now you've got the paper off and you're dealing with all these stripes that you've got to repair. Now, Charlie, after you get the paper off and you get the walls cleaned up and repaired as best as you possibly can, the next step is really critical, and that is that you have to apply a primer to the entire surface. And we would recommend, in this situation, an oil-based primer. It's going to give you great adhesion. It will create an even surface so that when you put the next coat of paint on it, it flows nicely, it covers nicely, and it looks great. But don't skip that primer step after you get all this done. That's really important. Okay, just so I understand, I'm, I'm taking a box cutter and I'm scoring long vertical scores in it as opposed to taking one of those tools. Once you start steaming, if you do long cuts, you can start pulling away in that section and you end up with longer pieces and a better manageable section rather than all these little pieces that you're trying to pull off and deal with. This is a little bit learn as you go, Charlie. You're going to mm-hmm. have to get a sense as See to how much steam, or what's working, what's not working. Try to get into a rhythm. It's not an easy job, but you know it, it is the right thing to do. So good luck with that project. Thanks a lot. Norma from Rhode Island, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? My hardwood floor has a space that developed after a period of time, after it had been installed a period of time. Um, The space is probably um, a quarter of an inch now, where's the space, Norma? Is it uh, between the uh, slats of the hardwood floor, or is it between the floor and the wall, or the or the floor and the baseboard? Where is it? The, the hardwoods go one direction, and where it joins, the hardwood go in the other direction. It's a design in the floor. Okay. This is very, very typical, and it's caused by the normal expansion and contraction of the floor. It's not something that you can really fill, so to speak, because it's really designed to have that gap there. Um, It may be a bit unsightly, but there's absolutely nothing you can put in there that's going to close it unless you start replacing hardwood floor boards with wider ones, and that's probably not the best idea. Well, if it really bothers you, Norma, there are things that you can do. I would never use wood filler on it because it's just going to chip out and it's going to fly out and it's going to look horrible. I have seen done, you can take a natural fiber rope, like a jude or something along that same, like a hemp texture, and you would dip it in... You would make sure, number one, that it's the same thickness of that space or that gap that you've got in the floor. And if the rope's a little too big, you can unravel one of the larger pieces of threading. Then you would dip that into a stain that's similar in color to your floor, and then you would shove that into that gap. Now, you might not notice it directly if you're walking by it or, you know, quickly glancing at it. But if you look at it, you're going to see it. Oh, that's interesting. The one thing that bothers me is that there... Uh, one board is higher than the other. That's what bothers me, and every now and then people will stump their toe on it. Well, is it swollen? Is it sort of twisted and warped? Is that why it's higher, or is it just physically thicker? It's because um, it was in one room 
was an addition, and I think that room settled a little bit. All right, well, here's something else you could do. You could put a piece of molding in that transitions from the high floorboard to the low floorboard, and that could serve two purposes. First of all, it can cover the gap that's in between the boards. like a threshold? Yeah, like a small threshold or a piece of, like, shoe molding or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, maybe even be something that you have to sort of custom cut, but that could cover the gap and also create an even slope between the two different heights of floors. Norma, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Eric in Utah, what's going on at your Money Pit? We have some walls in our home that are that are thin, and um, uh, every once in a while we'll bump into them and put another hole in it. And I'm wondering okay. what the uh, best way is is to patch that up and. And maybe as an alternative, uh, just considering replacing the whole set of walls that that's happening to, but what's a good way to patch a hole in the wall? What are your walls made out of? Are they made out of drywall? I don't think they are drywall. We uh, Other parts of our house, uh, the walls are drywall, but this is thinner than that, so. Well, it's kind of unusual. Um, the repair advice we could give you would, would have to assume that you're starting at least with drywall. And if it's a straight hole that you're kind of fixing, is it a hole like the size of a, of a hand or is it a, is it a crack? What, is the, what does the breakdown look like? It's about the size of a hand, yeah. Okay, and then you didn't put your hand through the wall now, did you? <laughs> no. Uh, it's uh, the, the worst part is is the where our stairs go from the the ground level down to the basement, and you have to make that turn, and you're carrying things. And well, if, if it's if it's the size of say you know two or three inch hole, there's a metal patch kit that you can get where the patch um, looks like a piece of screening material, and you essentially spackle the screen over the hole, and through successive coats of spackle, probably three coats you end up covering the entire screening piece. Uh, it's sticky, it sticks to the wall, it lays flat, and it's very strong when it's done. So that's the easiest way to patch that hole. Is that going to look pretty smooth, or is you going to be able to notice the, the bump there? No, it'll, it'll look pretty smooth when you're done, because the, the secret here is to start with a coat of spackle real close to the hole, and the next one's a little wider, the next one's a little wider, and then once you paint it, Sure, if you held a strong light across it, you'll see a slight uh, sort of swelling of that area, but not anything more than you would have in any other drywall seam. I see. Okay, that that should work. Eric, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Thank you. More great home improvement advice coming up, but first, get ready for winter's chill now. Make sure you plug those leaks and prepare for your heating bill's worst enemy, cold air infiltration. We've got some tips to keep that cold air out next. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Save hundreds a month on groceries, not to mention significant savings on home improvement products and services with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. 
making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And winter is right around the corner. I'm so excited. It's my favorite time of year. So do not put it off another day. All of the things you have to do to get your house ready for it. You just have to be smart and you've got to take those steps now to save energy and money before those huge heating bills are starting to come on in. That's right. If you're still reeling from the cooling bills, imagine what's going to happen <laughs> when the win. snow starts falling. And that's why I love fall, because it's the Goldilocks season for home improvement. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. You can get lots of stuff done that's going to make the house more comfortable and much more energy efficient. And here to talk about that is our Green Scene reporter, Amy Oskimo. She's got a checklist. So get out your piece of paper and pencil and get ready to take some notes. Hi, Amy. Hey, guys. How are you? Great. Let's start by talking about insulation. Big question folks have. How much do I need? Well, it depends on where you live in the country and even the structure of your house. So a good place to go for some hints is to head over to the energystar.gov website. And they have some great information, and you can look up specifics for your area of the country and know how much insulation you need to add. Amy, as you're doing your uh, surfing around uh, the energy-efficient sites, are you seeing any new types of insulation that uh, are perhaps different than fiberglass that are, that's making any green inroads? There are a lot of different kinds coming out that are made of green natural materials that will still give you that weather resistance and keep the warmth in and the cool in during the summertime as well. You know, Amy, I've even seen a company, and I don't know their name offhand, but they were manufacturing insulation out of recycled denim. And sort of as an incentive, you could send your jeans to them and they would process it. And, you know, if you were to ever purchase it for yourself, they offered a discount. And it offers the same R value, and it's a totally green material. Right, right. Well, and there are a lot of, there's a lot of interest out there from consumers as they do upgrades or even new builds, and builders and manufacturing, manufacturers are going along with that and offering these products. So as you search, if green is your thing, look for that kind of offering. Let's talk about the uh, heating and cooling ducts themselves. It seems that uh, duct leakage is responsible for a whole lot of comfort problems and a whole lot of energy loss. How do we seal ducts up? Well, you want to start by giving your first attention to those running through the attic, the crawl space, the garage, and an unheated basement. Basically, the places that the ducts are accessible. Yes, and use duct sealant, which is also known as mastic, or a metal-backed tape rated UL-181. And I should specify here, never use what we traditionally think of as duct tape, that fabric-based stuff, Does it tend to dry out? Is that what's going on as it sits over there and it doesn't really form an efficient seal? Right. It doesn't have the staying power to hang on to those ducts like you need it to. So UL-181, specially formulated tape that uh, really does seal the ducts. So, of course, if we do this, all our ducts will certainly be in a row. (laughs) Absolutely. That's what you want. All right. Let's talk about some other heating tips. Uh, What about the thermostat? Installing a programmable thermostat is a great idea, and it can save you around $100 annually in energy costs. So you program that to match your away-from-home schedule, so you're not heating the home when you're not there, and so that it's getting warm again just before you get home. Now, those are all things that you can do to your existing home. What if you're undertaking a major remodel or you're building from scratch? Is there any sort of new high-tech materials that just help to keep those energy dollars down? Yes, there are. There are several, and one of them that's really great to keep the warmth in is a, an attic membrane that's made by DuPont. It's called Tyvek Attic Wrap, 
and it's actually installed between the attic rafters and the roofing underlayment when you're either doing a new build or putting on a new roof. And it helps create a sealed attic system that reduces air leakage and energy loss through the roof. Interesting. So this is like a, um, a metallic barrier that reflects. Does it reflect low E back out? Yes, it does. It's got a metalized surface, and it's also breathable um, so that it doesn't allow moisture to build up because that can cause damage, too, as you know. Now, will this make your attic cooler so that it reduces your heating, your heating load as well? Absolutely, yes. It keeps it cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter. And some tests they've done on homes that have had this installed show that it has about a 20-degree difference from temperatures outside. So that's wow. And, and i got to tell you, from the perspective of a home inspector who did lots and lots of attic inspections in summers, hot, hot attics, I'd love to have an attic that was 20% cooler. Now, I guess this sort of helps if you're wanting to turn your attic space into a livable space, maybe an extra room or, you know, a workout center or something for your home, because then you're not fighting with all of those natural heat and situations that you're getting from the exterior. Exactly. This kind of product is going to prevent extreme temperature shifts throughout the year, so it'll make it a lot more usable if you do want to convert that space. Some great ideas to improve the energy efficiency of your home this fall. Amy Oskimo, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, October brings to mind the thoughts of falling leaves, hay rides, pumpkins, kids in costume, and of course, lots of candy. But it's also a very dangerous time of year, not because of the ghosts and ghouls, but because it's fire season. We're going to tell you how to prevent the most common types next. Hey, 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 If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. As cooler weather approaches, we start spending more time indoors. Home improvement expert and co-host of radio's The Money Pit, Leslie Segretti, says there are a number of things we can do to make indoor living more comfortable and cozy. Fall is a great time of year for home upgrades. You really want to make sure that your house is in tip-top shape. That way you can avoid dealing with home improvement during those cold winter months. Leslie says that window treatments are a great way to add a personal touch to your place now that you'll be spending more time indoors. She likes Levelor cordless Roman shades, which are safer for children and pets. They also offer more privacy, providing full coverage on the bottom of the window while allowing light in on top. She also reminds homeowners to think about how they might store their lawnmowers for the winter. Ready to Mow, a program from John Deere, provides at-home maintenance performed by a trained professional. Leslie says it's the easiest way to preserve your lawn equipment for years to come. I'm John Tridden. Soaring energy prices, brutal insurance rates, variable rate loans that go nowhere but up. These are very tough times for homeowners. So we decided to do something about it. That's right. We partnered with the American Homeowners Association to create a program to ease the squeeze on American homeowners. And we're so sure that you're going to save tons of money using this unique membership that we're going to give you a month for free. Not only that, we'll give you a pair of top-notch electronic tools from Zircon, the LaserBall 360, and the Stud sensor i60 just for becoming a member you will save money with your membership we guarantee it call 1-866-REAL-HOME that's 1-866-REAL-HOME it's a no-brainer 
But you're going to have to be one of our first 1,000 members, so call right now at 1-866-REAL-HOME. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And did you know that a fire doubles in size every minute that it burns? I didn't know this. This is a really major thing to consider. That's why every second counts when you're trying to get yourself and your family to safety in the event of a fire, no matter how small. You want to draw a floor plan of your home and meet with everybody who lives in your house and talk about how you might get out if the fire happens to be in different places. You want to move that fire around and plan alternate escape routes and practice them often. Remind everybody to get out even before attempting to call 911. And don't forget to have working smoke and CO detectors in your home. It could save your life, folks. And of course, you want to have a fire extinguisher in your house. You want to have one that's rated A, B, C. And as luck would have it, we're giving one away today on the program. It's the Home Hero Fire Extinguisher. It's designed for the kitchen. And it did say designed because it actually has a very attractive design, unlike the big, red, ugly fire extinguishers that we typically see. This one looks like it fits right into your kitchen furnishings. And so you can permanently install it, always have it there handy. It's worth 30 bucks. If you'd like to win it, pick up the phone and call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let's get back to the phones. Who's next? Sam in Utah, what can we help you with here at the Money Pit today? Yeah, I have a flat roof, and it's leaking. We're needing to get it replaced. Okay. So I was wondering, um, we have a couple options of either to replace the tar or else get what they call a TPO membrane roof. Okay. I don't know if you know which is better, which will last longer. Well, a, you know, a good old-fashioned built-up tar and slag roof is just terrific um, if it's properly uh, installed. I mean, it can last you 25, 35 years. Now, a built-up roof is called that because that's how it's made. It starts with the raw roof deck, and then they put hot tar on, and then they put mm-hmm. a tar paper, and then more tar, more tar paper, and so on, ending up with a, with a layer of either stone or shells, depending on the part of the country you're in, to help reflect sunlight off of it. That's a traditional roof, been done that way forever on commercial buildings. You know, it works until it leaks. Now, these membrane roofs are also excellent. They have great UV resistance. Um, Again, they have to be properly put down. They have to have the right kind of base. Are you planning on stripping the first roof or putting the second roof over it? Um, all the estimates we have is is they're going to take off all the tar. Great, because that's absolutely the best way to do it. So the second one sounds like a like a like an elastomeric membrane roof. Is it ballasted? Is there going to be anything on top of it when it's done? No, it'll just be the, the membrane. The membrane itself. You know, I think that they're mm. both good options. One is sort of you know traditional, and one is more of a modern technology. I I think that either option is fine. I would probably base my decision 
on the experience of the roofing contractor. Uh, it, are mm-hmm. both these recommendations coming from the same roofing contractor, or is it two different roofing contractors recommending two different things? Well, the contractors that do tar recommend tar, and the ones that only do membrane recommend membrane. That's what I thought. Yeah, you know, because these guys recommend whatever they're used to working with. And listen, as long as you're comfortable that the contractor you choose is experienced, has a good reputation, and will stand behind his work, from a longevity perspective, I wouldn't hesitate to, to recommend either one. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Talking ceiling repair with Doreen in the Bronx, who finds the Money Pit on WABC. How can we help? Well, I had a leaky ceiling. What happened was I had a, uh, my washing machine had overflowed. It's upstairs, my washer. Okay. And it had overflowed, and it came down through the floor and into the ceiling of the down, in the living room downstairs. I did fix it. I got some of that tape, that joint tape, and I, and I got it fixed. But what I forgot to do was sand it. And now it's like really uneven. It's like, is, yeah. it, is there a, a clean, neat way to get that done without all the powder going everywhere? There is a machine that you could rent that basically sands drywall and has a vacuum attachment to it. But oh. if, you, if you don't have that, um, you may be able to kind of do this as a two-hand. What I would do is I would take a block of wood and wrap sandpaper around it so you have a flat surface to work with. And then with a, with a vacuum hose in one hand and the, and the sander in the other, you can try to minimize the dust that way. Just make sure you wear a dust mask because you and safety goggles and a hairnet, for that matter, because you don't right. want this dust getting everywhere. And by the way, while we're talking about it, I think it's USG just came out with a reduced dust spackle. And uh, it was pretty cool because I saw a demo of it, and it was not nearly as flaky as the traditional uh, spackle mix. So I think the manufacturers are getting smart on that. And if you're doing a big project, then that's something you could look into. That's a little late for me now, but... (laughs) Yes, it is. But for those that are just tackling those jobs now... At the rental, the equipment rental place, and see if they got that sanded with the vacuum attached. Yeah, that might be the way to go. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. And I just started listening to your show, and I'm really learning a lot of stuff. So thank you for that, too. Well, thank you so much. Bill in Georgia, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? Um, I have a deck that's about uh, six years old. The wood has never been treated. And I wanted to know, it's not cupped. It's got a little checking. And I wanted to know if I could save a little money by flipping the boards over and then doing a, like a, a colored stain on top of it so I don't have to buy all brand new wood. Deck flipping. We love deck flipping. I mean, it really is an economic solution. Would you be flipping all boards or just the checked boards? I think most of the boards, but I think some of them may have shrunk um, or maybe a little bit short, so I'd have to put some new ones in there somewhere. Okay. I don't think there's any reason not to do it. Um, If you, when you take them out, is this five quarter by six? Yes. Okay. Um, What you might want to do is pick up a handy little tool called a cat's paw. Uh, no cats are harmed, by the way, in the manufacture of these tools. <laughs> I'm like, is it a keychain? <laughs> no, it's a cat's paw. Have you ever seen one? <laughs> no. It's, it's an, like a it's pry a, bar. It's like a pry bar, but it has a little curved, like sort of like a uh, like a claw at the end of it, and you can drive it right under the nail and bend it, and it pulls the nail right out. And if I was going to pull a lot of those boards out, I would use a cat's paw because it's easy to get started, and then you can run the pry bar underneath it, flip it out. Because the thing is, you only want to damage the top of the board as you're pulling it apart. Mm -hmm. This will leave the bottom of the board in perfect shape. You can flip it over, use the same nail holes, secure it right down again. And, you know, you're still going to have some checking, but it'll look a lot better than than the original upside of it. 
And the only thing is, Bill, if you're going to replace some boards with new boards, you have to let the new boards cure about six months with pressure treated or at least a season before you apply a finish. So if you're going to go ahead, I would say flip the boards now, put the new boards in, wait the winter, and then go ahead and refinish in the spring. Okay, thanks for the advice. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are listening to The Money Pit. Well, many good home improvement ideas originate in Europe. And we're going to tackle an email question from one listener who spotted a super cool remodeling project while visiting there and wants to find out if it can be found in the good old U.S. of A. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is being brought to you by, well, by us. Get a $1,000 guarantee that the contractor you hire gets the job done right with your new Money Pit American Homeowners Association membership. And get $50 in Zircon tools if you join in the next 30 minutes. Call now, 866-REAL-HOME. That's 866-REAL-HOME. Now here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you should visit MoneyPit.com right now and get our tip of the day. We've got hundreds of them, believe me. And they are designed to make your life easier and save you money. For example, did you know that recessed lighting is a prime spot for air leakage? You know all those fancy hi-hat flush lights that are up in the ceiling? It can cost you a bunch of energy dollars. Want to fix it? Learn the trick of the trade at moneypit.com. Just click on tip of the day, and you can even get a Money Pit tip to pop up daily on your website for free. All the advice and the code is right there at moneypit.com. And while you're there at moneypit.com, you can click on Ask Tom and Leslie like Michael did here in San Francisco. And we're going to answer your email questions on air. All right. Like I said, Michael in San Francisco. I was recently in Germany visiting my spouse's family who recently remodeled several rooms in their house with styrofoam crown molding. I was told the installation was very easy and it didn't cost very much money. You could not tell the difference between the styrofoam and the wood molding. I've been to several home improvement stores and they don't carry styrofoam crown molding and they've never even heard of it. I'm hoping that you can supply me with some names of companies and where I could purchase the styrofoam crown molding. I wonder if the Dow company knows <laughs> that, <Yeah. laughs> that their product is being used for molding. You know, um, I, I think that, Michael, you got it wrong. I don't think it's styrofoam. It may be foam molding, but styrofoam is a Dow trademark. Usually it's an insulating board. But I think what you're talking about, though, is urethane molding. There are a number of manufacturers that make urethane or cellular PVC moldings. For example, on the outside of the house, we see Azec, which is a cellular PVC product that uh, is a bit foamy looking, I guess, but it cuts like real wood. And for the inside, it's a urethane molding. Um, probably the best known brand is Fipon, and it's gorgeous stuff. It looks just like beautiful crown molding, all kinds of shapes uh, that you can do with that. And I think that's probably what you're talking about. You're right, it is less expensive than wood, uh, and it doesn't warp, it doesn't twist because it's manufactured, so it's a good choice. Michael, thanks so much for writing us at moneypit.com. George writes, I'll be having my roof redone on my 81-year-old South Florida home later this year. After seeing hurricanes and even lesser storms cause drastic damage to the wooden structures in my area, I'm certainly aware that I need something for these leak-prone areas. Is there something better to use than felt as an underlayment? 
Uh, yeah, in Florida, you're going to want to use ice and water shield. Not that you have ice, but you certainly have loads of water. Yeah, lots of it. The water, the ice and water shield, for example, Grace Ice and Water Shield, it's info at graceathome.com, could fit underneath the shingles. And if the shingles are torn off by a high wind, then you won't have any problem with water getting through because the ice and water shield will actually stop it. So that's much more effective than the old-fashioned tar paper. All right, don't let the name fool you. It'll help you. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. The show continues 24-7, 365 at moneypit.com. Coming up next week on the program, do you have lots of stuff in your house? In my household with the five of us, plus the kids, the dogs, the goldfish, we, we got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Those goldfish don't have a lot of stuff there, Tom. Well, now, you know, it's funny you say that, but consider this. It's not just the fish. It's the bowl, the food... The uh, the cleaning stuff, the the nets, the pumps. <laughs> I mean, I literally has to take up a whole shelf in the closet with all the goldfish gear. So yeah, they do take up quite a bit of stuff. But the bottom <laughs> line is that we're always at a loss for space in this house. I'm sure you know how I feel. You're probably the same way too. So next week we're going to give you some tips on maximizing closet space so you can find your stuff. Once again, I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.